What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And I have been patiently waiting for you to get your shit together. <laughs> Johnny, here's... Okay. <laughs> we're going to peel the onion back a little bit, and we're going we're gonna to show the layers. All right? So here's what, here's what happened. I answered the Skype call probably, I don't know, 10 minutes ago at this point. Maybe a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And I am greeted with a nutsack. Just Allegedly, a, lo- a loitering nutsack in frame. You're, you know what? People can't see your little smirk. Okay, there's but I see no it. smirk. I saw your smirk, dude. <laughs> I just saw it, and uh, I also saw your nutsack. And that had been a long time coming. I feel like. Well, I feel like you've missed him. You know. <laughs> you got my, you got my love letter then. Oh, I sure did. Well. My nutsack got your love letter. You wrote it specifically oh, gotcha. to him. Gotcha. Well, and I rubbed my nutsack all over it oh, because... Beautiful. I like that we've been recording for two minutes. One minute of it was me waiting for you to do the intro. Um, <laughs> and we already have dove into genitalia talk. God, we Hey, are... man. Hey, man. You started the Skype conversation Without saying word the Skype one, conversation has nothing dude, to do I'm with stand the up podcast. And yank my my junk out. I'm just gonna stand up and do, let it hang. Do it. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm I'm do it. I dare you. <laughs> it might happen. You're we'll gonna see. see yourself on Pornhub, and I'm gonna be a millionaire. <laughs> I'm gonna give you shit. I'm gonna give you pennies on the dollar. I, okay. Hey, I just want to say right off the bat, I do not. Uh, I do not wish to be on Pornhub if I'm not getting paid for it. Yeah, I, I'm going to pay you just fucking tiny, tiny little bits. Minute, minute pieces. I'm yeah. going to give you one penny for every inch of your wing. <laughs> A whole dozen pennies. <laughs> All right, moving on, Zach. For real, I would just okay. like to take this moment to celebrate... A life accomplishment with you and that oh we we hit a we hit a milestone we hit a life milestone okay for the first time in my life that i can recollect cte i have achieved my dream of having a computer with not one not two but three monitors no shit. You got three monitors going right now? Oh my lord. It is beautiful. I'm not going to lie. My OCD is bothering me a little bit right now because they are three different monitors. One is an yeah. iMac monitor. One is right. a pretty nice Samsung monitor. And the other one is like a piece of shit HP monitor. That's, I mean, it's a decent <laughs> HP monitor. But I got three monitors. I might even just put you up three times on all screens. So it's like I'm surrounded by a, in a room full of Zacks. Which, yeah. who wouldn't want that situation? And then when I stand up and whip my shit out, it'll be like you're in, you're like, uh, you're like the dude on the floor in the, in the orgy. Man, if you did the helicopter, it might blow me off my chair. <laughs> blow you backwards. I'm going to yeah, look like catch Fabio, Fabio, whatever, like in all oh, these yeah, commercials. Fabio, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the dream. This dream was supposed to be actualized last week. Um, okay. but I bought a connector and then lost the connector. <laughs> so if you remember last week's conversation, I was really stoked to set this up and 
then I realized that I bought the wrong connector. Well, I, I bought the shittier. I bought a, a VGA connector, and then I realized I had yeah. a DVI cable. Yep. Um, and so then I said, fuck! Yeah, you got to go for the digital, man. And then, then I found the cable that I needed, but I lost the connector. <laughs> so this week... After, you know, doing a fairly thorough investigation of where I could have put this cable, this connector, I said, uh-huh. fuck it, and I bought another connector. And then I did not lose it, and it worked, <laughs> and it was beautiful, and then I had my next problem, which was mm. the power cable for this monitor. And the one that I had was backwards. <laughs> mm. Yikes. It was a rough day, but hey, the dream has been been actualized i have you sitting front and center where you belong oh thank you to my right i have my recording track so i can constantly monitor it right and then on my left Mm -hmm. i have questions for you oh you've got questions do you oh yeah oh interesting well well since we're talking about technology upgrades that we've made today i did the uh the thing nobody wants to do, and I went into the uh, Xfinity store to uh, to talk about my plan and upgrading my shit. Oh, and what? And I waited 30, 30 minutes, and then oh, uh, I walked that. out of there. I uh, walked out. Well, I waited thirty minutes just to talk to somebody, and then it took the dude like fifteen minutes to figure out what deals he had on on like mm-hmm. bundles and plans and stuff. And then he finally came back. He's like, "All right, we've got gigabit internet." which is like a four times improvement on what I had. So now I, I'm running one gigabit per second internet on obviously certain devices. Not this one right now. Wait, what? Wait, what? One, one gigabit? So like... Gigabit, yeah. Holy, so uh, That's huge. That's like a thousand megabytes. Yeah. So I had 250. You went up to a thousand? Yeah. Why? Because it's it was cheaper than what I was paying. Good reason to do it. Perfect. <laughs> Four times the speed for less money. Yeah, man, I wish everything in life worked out that way. Right. Exactly. So I I did that. I got it upgraded. It was uh really easy, and now I'm getting uh beautiful speeds, and I'm really happy about it. That's awesome. Um, is there a reason why your audio is still kind of choppy though? Oh, my audio is choppy? I'm just fucking with you. You look oh, shit. crystal clear. You sound uh, amazing. Thank you, sir. That's that's fantastic. Um, I also had a small technology upgrade, not including my triple monitor sexiness mm-hmm. that's taking place right now. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. bought a Garmin watch. Oh, you finally... So we talked about it last week on the, on the, uh, the, the Lacey's Butthole Chocolate episode. Yep. You oh. finally so so did you return the other one? Uh no, I have not returned that that Garmin yet. Mm. I forgot we talked about that. I got a Garmin. I feel stupid now. God damn it, CT. God, you idiot, dude. Oh, I mean, I don't think been... anyone will remember my Garmin ramblings <laughs> in that episode compared to everything else that was spoken about. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel but... like uh, the the shining uh, the shining star moment of that entire thing was. I think Lacey going through the process of casting her asshole 
I incredible story. Um, but yeah, I uh, it has been. I've had the bonus watch for a full week. Mm-hmm. It's still sitting in an unopened Amazon box, just in case. Just in case they're like, "Oh, we're gonna bill you for this," and then I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry, I was out of town," which I was. I was in Vegas, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, I'll print that return label right now." Fucking Vegas, bro. Vegas, bra. Uh, but how long do you wait? You know, and here's the reality: is I don't need the second watch. Then send it back, dude. But like, if what's I can the point? get you it just... for free and then use that to like trade or sell for something else that I want, like it seems logical. Companies are always fucking us over, and now I have this ripe opportunity, potentially untraced, minus this podcast. I don't think my last name's attached to anything. Please make sure it's not. Um, and, uh, yeah, I could stick it to the man here. Or I'll return it like a good boy. But I, I kind of look at it as, like, you know when you play Monopoly and it you get that chance card and it's, like, bank error in your favor and you collect, like, 75 bucks? Yeah. This is a real-world example. I mean, yeah, but you have to figure that when when the post office delivered it, they scanned it in, and then that that the the delivery notice had to somehow get back to Amazon which i thought would be the case which then i thought they would message me or email me and be like hey right. fun fact we know right. this got to you right so in my amazon orders uh-huh it says one of the watches was delivered uh-huh i won't say which date cuz i don't in case there's an amazon employee it's going to track this back the other one that got canceled says you returned one item in this order. <laughs> it's because he called him up about it. Right, but it says it's been returned. Well, I don't think that actually means that it's been returned. I feel like that means, hey, you called us and let us know we gave you a shipping label to print out and slap on the piece of shit if it shows up. But it doesn't say anything. Like, it, the tracking number, nothing said that it was delivered. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, man. But I feel like you might end up paying for another watch. But if you do, then you could just turn around and sell it to somebody for what you paid for it. Um, and And just say that, hey, it's the convenience of being able to get it right now. It's unopened. It's unused. Well, so here's the benefit. Here is the benefit. I bought the watch, and it was Mm -hmm. on super sale, which is why I bought it. As I said, it was the only reason why I bought it. Right. Um, It has since gone up in price on Amazon twice. Mm -hmm. So my thought is that, you know, I have almost a $100 buffer that let's say they do charge me. I feel like I could flip it fairly quick. It's brand new, unopened mm-hmm. box. It's $100 cheaper, almost $100 cheaper than what's on Amazon right now. Mm. And this is where my head's at. But how long do I wait? My other thought was, yo, sell it, maybe make a profit. And then if you get charged, it's no big deal. But the way I typically operate with these things is when I sell something, I spend the money right away. <laughs> yeah. So, that makes sense. I just don't know what their timeline looks like. 
Well, you, you gotta think it's probably 30 days, though. I got a nice little uh, bruisey on my face, I just noticed. In, in... Did you get popped? I see that. Got a little little poppers. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna chill for a little bit longer. Um, okay. I have not told Allie about this plan because she's a very very strict rule follower, and she would ship that thing out so fast. Right. Like she is. I uh, did I tell you our blender story? No. Uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so for. For Christmas one year, I bought Allie a KitchenAid blender, which I know sounds like, wow, what a dumb husband to buy his wife a blender. This is what she wanted specifically. Okay, so I was justified in buying a kitchen tool for my wife for Christmas. She talked about it profusely. Yeah. Blender. I got got stuff a kitchenaid mixer like a stand mixer that's a thing. badass gift that's that's yeah. that's yeah expensive shit so we had this kitchenaid blender for i don't know two maybe three years and then one day ali's making soup and the fucking thing catches on fire like not just okay. like fizzled out like bellows of smoke coming out of the base oh my god and it wasn't like she was blending ice cubes or like wood Cement. chips it was like cooked yams that were already pre-mashed yams notice i said yams specifically yeah sweet potatoes got it and uh and then this thing i had to take it apart because i literally thought it was going to catch our house on fire so i took it apart and like made sure there was no open flames anymore like whatever took care of it cooled it down and then i started the process with kitchen i'm like okay well kitchen a pretty good company like I'm sure they have an awesome return policy, you know? So I go through the the rigmarole and customer support, and then I finally get to talk to someone. Well, I'm, I'm messaging someone. So you have to go through, like, the instant messenger for help. Right. And I'm trying to explain this scenario to this lady. I was like, this thing caught on fire. She's like, can you plug it in? I'm like, one, I'm at work. Two, no. Why? Why it would I do that? caught on fire. She's like, oh, well, sometimes it's... They're known to smoke a little bit if they're working really hard, if you're overworking it. And I was like, lady, it was bellowing smoke. It wasn't like, ooh, there's like a little bit of little foggy fogs coming out of the bottom. It was like, like poofing out. (laughs) So, so then I I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me fucking talk to someone. Like, I want to talk to someone on the phone. And that became a whole big deal. I had to give like this, that, and the other thing. And then some random dude calls me. Oh, I'm sorry I'm boring you. I'm tired, dude. Oh, man. Let's just end it right now. Microcast. No. <laughs> fucking leaning back in your squeaky-ass chair. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. So, Yawning. dude, so you're talking to this lady, and then the, this, what What happens? She, she takes all my information, and then is like, my manager will call you. And I said, okay, great. Okay. So I wait a couple hours. Some punk calls me. Hello. Uh, can I speak to uh, Mr. <laughs> oh, shit. Bleep that out. Um... I'm gonna forget to do that. You know that, right? God Amazon's damn it! Coming for you, dude. No, bleep it out! God damn it! <laughs> Z, you bleep it out. Okay, I'll let's see. Sixteen forty. So, anyways, um, so he calls me, and I could just tell by his voice, like this was not gonna go anywhere. Right. So I have to re-explain the scenario. 
What is the first thing he says? Can you plug it in for me? <laughs> and I was like, one, I'm at work. I'm happy to call you back when I get home. If you promise the KitchenAid will insure my house if it catches on yeah, fire and luck, causes right? damage. He's like, oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm not going to plug in this device that was actively on fire. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, okay, well, I don't think there's much I can do for you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, great. I'm looking forward to tagging KitchenAid in every social media platform every day until I fucking die about <laughs> how your shit caught on fire and you wouldn't recover it. And I was like, realistically, all I got to do is stop one customer. Right. Just one customer and you have already lost money on me. And, you know, I'm not huge on social media by any means, but I have a decent following. But I am persistent. I I will take out paid ads. I'm literally saying all this to him. I was like, I will pay 25 bucks a goddamn month to <laughs> spread this on Facebook, which you advertise on. Right. All because you won't, you won't like do anything. You don't have to replace the blender. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's like a 50% off coupon. Right. I would have been happy. Right. So I get, I get escalated and I go through this rant and he was like, I'm sorry, sir. Like if you're not willing to test it, I can't troubleshoot it for you. And then I can't prove that it's broken. I was like, it was on fire. (laughs) Like I'll send you pictures. You want pictures? And then finally I got frustrated. I said, yo, let me talk to your manager and he said i am the manager and i went full karen at this point and said oh are you the owner of KitchenAid?" <laughs> he said no of course not i said well then you report to someone and that's who i want to talk to <laughs> and on. then he like kind of delayed and delayed and i was like listen man i'm about ready to do this social media smear campaign i don't even give a shit at this point now i want to do it because it's fun I'm I'm willing to invest like probably three times as much money as what I paid for this blender to to fuck with you guys because you're being a jerk. So he finally is like, okay, I'll, I'll like let me go see what I can do for you. And then some lady comes on, and this time I've been like on the phone slash chatting for like an hour, like my entire lunch, which I rarely take lunch at work. And this was like one moment where I was like, hey, I'm gonna take lunch. I'm gonna do this quick call. It's gonna be chill, and then I'm gonna go hang out with like my colleagues right and i'm just like pacing in my office fuming just fuming so then this lady comes on and she's like super chill and like starts asking me again i have to like confirm all my contact information it's like you just got transferred to me i have given this information four times now like can someone in your office not write it down and say hey this is who we're talking to so not off to a good start and then as she's like going through these troubleshooting questions like lady listen Here's the situation. I've had two of your employees tell me to plug in a blender that was just on fire so they can troubleshoot it remotely. How are you going to troubleshoot a blender remotely? Right. You want me to FaceTime you? (laughs) I was like, I don't understand. I was like, I get that it's a two-year-old blender. Yeah. All I'm doing is letting you know that this is an issue. And then then she was like super apologetic. She's like, it was actually on fire. And I was like, yes. Like, I wouldn't be calling you if I – like, if it – wasn't serious like truthfully my first thought was i should probably let them know because one i want like them to fix this or replace it right two if this is like a potential fire hazard and there's a lot of people have these blenders like they should probably do something about it right so i go through this whole rigmarole with her and then she's like i'm so sorry that's not how your call should have been handled i apologize it has taken this long 
I'm going to send you one out right now. Confirms the model number. She's like, can you please just send us the old one back so that we can do um, R&D on it to make sure that like we want to make sure that there's not an actual, you know, recall risk or anything. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'll just put it in the old, the, in the box that we send the new one in. Here's a paid postage. Just got to drop it off at Pure Later. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. So I waited. The new blender came in. It's awesome. Um, The old blender, the base that I took apart, I did not put back together. And at the time I was pissed. So I threw most of the blender out. Luckily, we didn't have space in a recycling bin for the base, but I did throw out the jug. Right. So Allie was immediately stressed. She's like, they're going to charge you for the jug. And I was like, no, there's no way they're going to charge me for the jug. Like, come on. They're going to think that I just kept it to have two jugs. It's going to be no big deal. But the reality is I threw it away. And if they call me, that's what I'm going to say. Your fucking thing caught on fire and I threw it away. I managed to dig the base out of the recycling. It took you so long. Um, so then I put the old one in the box and it sat in our office for probably a month, maybe a month and a half. And every day Allie was like, they're going to charge you for this blender. She was like losing her shit. Like, please just... Bring it to the post office. I was like, I don't, it's not the post office. I got to go to Pure Later. It's by the airport. It's awkward time. It's it's shitty to get there. I don't want to deal with it. And then she like, he, like just bugged me enough. I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to do it. So then I put it in the trunk of my car to go do it. <laughs> and then I ended up working late and I didn't make it there in time. And I forgot about it. And truthfully, I forgot about it in my trunk for another month. So at this time, it's like two and a half, maybe three months that I've had this blender. <laughs> and then, so and Allie she, and just I, thinks, she just thinks that it's gone already. She thought it was gone. She was happy. Like, she was like, it's gone. John took it. Great. Whatever. So time passes by and we go shopping and we have like a bunch of shit. And I was like, oh, let's put it in the trunk. Me not thinking that this fucking blender is still in my trunk. I go to op- I go to like open the trunk. And what is the first thing she sees? This fucking blender sitting oh, in my dude. truck. And she just stops. And it's like, really? Really, John? You still have the blender? It's in your trunk. I was like, I forgot. I'm sorry. CTE. Like, I don't, like, it's not a priority for me. <laughs> if they were going to bill me, they would have billed me by now. Right, it would have happened. They have my contact information. Whatever. No big deal. And then I eventually did turn it back, like send it back in. And I left a little note that, cause like they give you this list of things you're supposed to like write. And I had to like write like a fucking essay right. to, to send this thing in. And then I was like, sorry, this took so long. By the way, I left, I kept the jug as like payment for my frustrations. If you want to bill me, call me and I'll send it to you. Um, and they never did. Never followed up. Never said, Hey, this is what we found out. Hey, thanks for sending it back. Like nothing. Yeah. Well, that's sort of what you want to. I mean, as as a consumer, you're just hoping that they do right by you. And, and I want follow-up, Zach. I need to know what caused the this fire. I need to, I need what, to, to know the that, mystery. What does that fix for you? Uh, general curiosity? <laughs> An extreme passion for knowing everything about all things? Well, you should get a job at KitchenAid, dude. Well, I don't think they'll hire me now. You should you should uh, interview there and then 
send them and this then, podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then just let them know that big story. Yeah. Oh man, you know how like you you show up to interviews and you're supposed to bring copies of your resume to hand out and, yeah. and all that garbage. It'll just be a flash drive with this episode on it. Be like, yeah. here's my portfolio of salesmanship. Listen to this garbage. Right. First thirty seconds, dick jokes. Next right. fifteen minutes, me ranting about KitchenAid, who is a great company, by the way. We have lots of KitchenAid appliances. KitchenAid, if you want to sponsor Jumbled, reach out to us at jumbled.gmail.com or johnny.jumbled.gmail.com. J O N N Y, by the way. Um, and we can talk numbers. I have a lot of KitchenAid stuff. I did not buy another KitchenAid blender. What I did was took the new one, sold it, and then Ali bought a a Vitamix. Oh, okay. So you we want up, we, we upgraded. You, you you want to know what I think? I'm fucking batshit crazy and ranting right now. Well, that and I think that KitchenAid already won because we have said KitchenAid probably great uh, thirty times. Can we create a jumbled invoice and send it to them? And say, episode whatever, we promoted KitchenAid profusely. Um, yeah, without without your approval, your explicit promotion. No, 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 you don't, you don't acknowledge that. I heard, I don't, was it you talking? Maybe it was Allie talking. Maybe I read it in the pa- paper. It was a story about a guy who was making a bunch of money by just sending random invoices to big con- companies who don't check and just like, we're like, oh, it's you know two thousand dollars. We're a multi-billion dollar company. Who gives a shit? And we're just paying them. Wow. That's, yeah. Well, I'm sure that came back to bite him in the ass, though. Uh, I think it had something. I think that's why it made the papers. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it's funny. It also reminds me. I have a a friend here. Maybe I talked about this. Maybe not. Um, he's very entrepreneurial and yeah. um, very crafty. He's probably a genius in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so his newest thing right now is, you know, all those like work from home job postings where you like do data entry or sure. whatever, like sure, kind of yeah. legit jobs, but you know, work from home, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so his current plan is to take on as many of those jobs as possible <laughs> and not do any of the work. <laughs> see how You'll much get, he gets paid. And see how much he gets paid. <laughs> like he, <laughs> Like he he had like a list, a spreadsheet of all of these ones and how much they pay, like fifteen dollars an hour for, you know, and your thirty five hour work week or whatever. <laughs> and he's just gonna sign up, do the interviews, get these jobs, and then just collect the money. And then they'll fire him for poor performance and be like, oh, okay, sorry, but you, I got two weeks <laughs> worth of money from you, so. <laughs> already, I really already really paid suckers. Him, yeah, I really want him to do this i think he's in the you know still preparing for it and checking the legalities around it but i really want him to do it and then i really want him to come on the podcast yeah and talk feel, about it because i think it's fucking hilarious and there was like part of me would... that was like you know what that's kind of funny uh i don't think i would have the the cojones to do it right but it would be funny yeah I mean, come t- come tax time, <laughs> it'd be hard to explain why you have all of these different uh, well, proof uh, of uh, employment. You have like, all, you have like twenty different T fours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get around, you know. 
Yeah, I'm a bit of a uh... slacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fine. I hope. Yeah. If if he does that, then we definitely need to talk to him. I agree. Let's get let's get that uh let's get the word out there. That this is something that you can do. We'll single handedly take down Craigslist. <laughs> I love Craigslist. God bless Craigslist. It's a great site. Anyways, I just went on a thirty minute rant and I apologize. It's okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna talk about one ply toilet paper for the next thirty, alright? I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. Okay, who do that. buys one ply toilet paper? Uh nobody, but when you're at work and you got a shit you know what I'm There's talking no about. There's no cost the big, savings. I the if big I, the really big fucking rolls of toilet paper they put in those yeah things that that have like a like a one foot diameter yeah that that's one ply and that's yeah. what I wipe my ass with most of the time. I I stole like a little key to open those and I just open it and then I have a little hacksaw and I just cut that roll in half and I use half a roll every time. <laughs> <laughs> i love it i think so it's you're been... you're the reason that the toilets are always clogged up somebody i don't know people just don't know how to use an appropriate amount of toilet paper i and... often wonder that i i so do you are you a toilet paper sitter are you asking if i if i sit while i wipe my ass no, do you put like a toilet paper buffer between your butt no, cheeks and fuck the toilet? That, I never I, understood that. I I wipe the seat. Like I'll I'll take a look to make sure there's no like piss on the seat, and I'll yeah. wipe it. But like I'm, I'm not taking the time to, to fucking build a lay. little nest. Yeah, who the fuck cares? Just sit down, do your shit, and then leave. Take a shower later if you're feeling bad about it. I agree. All right, everybody, let's stop to take a second to talk about our sponsor for this week and every week of the podcast. That would be our buddies over at Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled to get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got so many audiobooks, and the audiobook that we are going to recommend to kick off this decade, this new decade that we find ourselves in, is Mobituaries, Great Life's Worth Reliving by Mo Rocca. Uh, this is narrated by Mo Rocca as well, and the length is 11 hours and 45 minutes. Basically, this audiobook is about uh, Mo Rocca giving obituaries to uh, you know to pe- famous people in history whose lives have just sort of been uh, over- overlooked. Uh, remarkable lives such as Thomas Paine, who who wrote Common Sense. Uh, you know, Audrey Hepburn, uh, you know, and tons of other people, Billy Carter. Do you guys know what, what these people were up to? Do you, you know anything of substance? Well, you will after you listen to this audiobook. And if you don't want to listen to this audiobook, that's all fine and dandy. Audible has over 180,000 other titles for you to choose from. So, don't take our suggestion. Take our suggestion. We really just want you to feel satisfied with whatever audiobook you get. And believe me, you will find something that you like. So again, that is audibletrial.com slash jumbled. One more time, audibletrial.com slash jumbled. We appreciate you, Audible, and we appreciate you, my listener. 
And uh, let's get back to the podcast. I never understood it. I mean, unless it, if and if it's horrific, mm. let's be honest. Wiping it with toilet paper isn't really making a difference. You're just spreading everything around. Right. That's true. Like, unless you're carrying Lysol wipes. I mean, it's you can always hover. It's a great, great leg exercise. Yeah. That's true. Um, or you just I... go straight to upper deckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're, unless it's in a, I mean, if it's in a public restroom, a lot of times they don't have tanks. They just have a direct pipe connected to the wall. Um, that's true. That's what sinks are for. <laughs> you just, you tell me you shit in the sinks. Desperate measures, baby. One time I saw a turd in a urinal. That's impressive. That? That's a jerk move. It's a that's a very big dick move, dude. That that's guy. A bold move. Could you like? Could you imagine just popping a squat? Like I'm assuming this is like a, a multi-purpose bathroom. Like there's multiple urinals. Because yeah. you know sometimes you go to a restaurant and it's a, a single room and you can lock it and you have a choice between a toilet or a yep. urinal. Yes. That's I mean doing that. Like, taking a dump in a urinal in that situation is very cowardly. Right. But if you're bold enough to take that chance to drop your drawers, plop your butt in a urinal, and take a deuce when at any minute someone could walk in and Uh catch you, you have some cojones. That's true. I do not. I'm not that brave. Like, what do you do? What if someone walks in? What is the face you make? What is the face you make if you walk I think you in dub- on I someone think, doing that? I think you double down. Well, if you're the person that's shitting in a urinal, you just double down. You just shit next to him the same way? Yeah, you don't stop. You make it louder. You make it more obnoxious. The uh, people don't want to stay around. Shits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Battle shits it is. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, um, that makes sense, actually. I, so, my pledge to you, Zach... Mm-hmm. Is that when the day comes that I walk into a public restroom mm-hmm. and I catch someone doing that in a urinal, uh-huh. I'm going to join them. <laughs> and I will ask to take a selfie of us doing it. Oh, my you know, God. Like nipple I... up selfie just so you can see that there's half a yeah half a urinal behind us, you know. But I'm, I'm committed, okay? I'm committed. I, uh... I hope this happens tomorrow, if I'm being honest with you. Like how? I mean, I go to the bathroom quite a bit because I drink a lot of water. So it, there, I mean, it's there's a probably higher likelihood that it could happen to me than a lot of people because of the amount of time I have to pee. Um, but I'm committed. I pledge this publicly. All right, I like it. I wanted to talk before we move on away from because I know we're gonna move away from uh, bathrooms and stuff. Um, so you were talking about those, those restrooms that have, uh, a urinal and a toilet in them. Yeah. Um, so I, I always feel uncomfortable cause there are, there are bathrooms out there that are very small, but have like a dedicated stall and a urinal in them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever come across those? Like just a really small bathroom, but it has a separated urinal and yeah install i i can't even feel comfortable in in a closet like taking a taking a shit in a broom closet while some dude is literally his foot's like a a foot away from mine yeah you can kind of see it yeah like that's 
I think there's also a a limitation on how big the room mm. has to be for me to feel comfortable to also use the restroom while somebody else is inside of the restroom. Yeah, I've developed this weird weird thing about that too. I really don't I really don't like urinals that don't have dividers. Yeah. Which I don't like which is weird cuz I don't mind peeing outside and I don't care if other people are there, but there's just something about like like uh, improperly spaced urinals like i want there to be space because i'm yeah. a wider guy i don't want to feel someone's shoulder next to my shoulder while like while we're peeing yeah and, you don't want I, I hate like i i kind of take a little bit of a wider stance and maybe man spread a little bit i'm a man i'm peeing i'm like balls whatever. gotta breathe and there's nothing worse than like getting comfortable and peeing and then you're in like a two urinal scenario and then some guy comes up and you're like, Oh, I got to do this awkward, like <laughs> dick out shuffle, trying not to pee everywhere. Dick or, out. Or, or we're going to play footsies while, yeah. while we're peeing. But you know, sometimes, sometimes I think about it. I maybe prefer if we didn't have urinals. Yeah. I, w- I think I'd be okay with just a bunch of stalls, mostly because I also like to sit down when I pee. Well, they say that vacates your bladder more. Oh, really? So there's some... some... Okay, good. Because I get a lot of flack for that from some friends. who are like, oh, you sit down? Like, uh, yeah, it's comfortable. And there's no splashing, no splattering, right. no... I mean, and they're like, oh, is your aim that bad? It's like, listen, I am 6'3". <laughs> I'm a long ways away from that water. And yeah. I drink four liters of water a day. It's coming with some force. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, the only reason I don't like sitting down when I pee is, you know how like in the summertime, you know, you, if you remember like getting the kiddie pool out, you know, and you put the pool in your backyard and you'd run the garden hose out mm-hmm. to the, to the kiddie pool and you put it and then it just becomes submerged in, in the water. <laughs> That's the only reason I don't that like is- that is a really, really gross feeling when when your wang touches the inside of the toilet bowl or yeah. the water. And you're just yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. It's, not, it's not great. You know what else is, is, is bad? And this is a reason, this is a, a valid argument for why you should stand to wipe. Although I, I don't. Um, I lean to the side just, mm. uh, just so everybody knows. Sometimes if that water is... If you're sitting on a low profile toilet and you go to wipe your ass, you drag some knuckles through the, through your shit water. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Or, Dude, it's awful. That's the if worst. You're, if you're, I mean, you crumple, so I don't know if this is an issue. Um, but I fold. But sometimes if that fold is too long, mm. and then like the fold will dangle Gets in, a, and then yeah. it's just like wet poop water oh it's miserable <laughs> you gotta throw it all away uh, yeah. that's why you have the courtesy flush though zach you know that's why the courtesy flush was invented it's not just for about public sanitary well, reasons but, and managing your own stench but i'm also yeah i'm also for uh conserving water all right i'm i'm for water conservation so i'll take some dirty nucks don't water your right? lawn and i don't you way more okay if you don't water your lawn zach you can flush as much as you want. You you haven't you haven't seen my lawn, and that's obvious. So if if there are two diff, two more different people as far as lawn care goes, it's me <laughs> and Joe. Are you me, and Joe? Yeah, me and Joe. 
Joe, I guarantee Joe, the majority of his water bill is spent on watering his his precious, precious yard. I guarantee it in the summertime. Gardner Joe is committed, you know? <laughs> Gardner Joe. Yep. So I hear you have some uh you have some questions. I do. I was just looking at them right now. Um Okay. Okay, first question. What's your Wi Fi password? Fuck out of here. <laughs> no. All right, that, that I, didn't work. I um, mean, I could tell you my Wi-Fi password, but as you know, all of my passwords are insanely difficult. Yeah, I would never remember it. Um, okay, real question. Would you rather own a dragon or be a dragon? You know, one of my favorite movies of the modern era, and I say the modern era as in, you know, 2000 on, is Avatar. And I liked uh, the little dragon lizard things that they that they flew on. So if I get to be an avatar, then I I would rather own a dragon. But if we're just talking about a world of, a world without avatar people who who don't get to ride on dragons, then just I'll be a dragon. All right, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I think I'd rather own a dragon. I don't want to be a dragon. Well, but think about all Unless the collateral I could turn damage into a dragon. So yeah. this is this is where it gets really oh, deep, right? Okay. Like if if I if I am what are they called? A shapeshifter or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and I can turn into a dragon, I'd probably go that route. That's pretty badass. That is pretty badass. Um, but otherwise, I'd I'd be down to own a dragon. What would you name your dragon? Uh, you got to name it something like. So I would always say I would always just name it something really boring, like uh. I don't know. I'd name him like Thaddeus or something like that. Just like something stupid, you know. I'd name him Rufus. That's a good one. See, Rufus sort of fits for anything. You can name a cat Rufus. You can name a dog Rufus. You can name a dragon Rufus. Or I'd name him. I would really fuck with people and name him Squirtle. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is my next question for you. Uh huh. Do you play Pokemon, right? Uh, I. Never really played the card game. I collected the cards. Did you play the video games though? Like I did. Yeah, I okay. played the video games. Yeah. What starter Pokemon did you go with? Um, I typically went with Squirtle. Squirtle, interesting. Yeah, Not a bad choice. I like Squirtle. Squirt squirts. Um, I I, I do new. like I do like the non-choice Pikachu though. Mm, I yeah, do like Pikachu. the non-choice Pikachu, but I would also argue that in light of later, uh, like with Raichu and then fi- finding out about Pichu, that that Pikachu is not really a starter. He's a mid- he's a middle tier. Yeah, he's you know? a little OP early. Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I Squirtle, Squir- Squirtle's Charmander. way to go. Charmander, Charmander or Squirtle. Never, Charmander is good, but Bulbasaur. I don't I don't know why anybody chose Bulbasaur. Like even even when you get all the way up to Venusaur, like it's like what? Who gives a shit? I agree. I'm right there with you. Um, what's the first thing you do when you're bored? Pull on my pud. <laughs> if, if I'm by myself. Oh man. If I'm here by myself and I don't have anything to do. I, I, I saw some funny memes recently, yeah. um, both about pulling your pud. Yeah. Um, 
the first one it was about being bored which is why i wanted to ask you this question sure um it was like women when they're bored and it's like a list of activities like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna learn this i'm gonna read this book i'm gonna cook i'm gonna knit like all this like super productive stuff and then it's like dudes i guess i'll wank it for the 13th time today (laughs) it's true man (laughs) it's like it's so God, true. So stupid creatures. We are very dumb. Good thing. How much we... time do you think you've wasted masturbating? I, I would I would argue that it's not wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> zero. The answer is zero. It's not wasted time. I've wasted a lot of uh a lot of tissues. I've wasted a lot of lotion and I've wasted a lot of uh uh <laughs> ink for printers but i've not uh <laughs> printers yeah when i was a kid man i think i've talked about it i had a drop ceiling in my in my house in my room and so i i i know that my parents had to have known that i was doing something because because as you know ink for a printer is not cheap like it's Especially the most back in those days yeah it's the most expensive part of a printer and so we had a color printer and I, you know, it was in back in the days where you, you know, you had your 56K AOL. It would take fucking five minutes to load up a high resolution image. Then I would save it. Then I would print it, you know, and then, and then I would hide it in my ceiling. So I had all these, I had all the, all this uh, material that I would use that ended up Just being stuck together. Sticky pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It ended up being stuck together. So, so, my, point being if you're gonna go through that process you might as well go the whole nine yards and laminate your shit so you can wipe it (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole point i'm trying to make all right oh man so i i liked this meme on instagram okay which i think started me down a weird instagram algorithm because like the next meme on the like the stuff you might like was talking about masturbation again and it was like women and it was like bath candlelight lotions like music right, yeah. all this other thing and it was like dude <laughs> looking for a spare sock <laughs> it could be just like a fucking gross dingy it doesn't matter dude yeah oh man we are dumb fucking creatures yeah it's you know what it's fun though like that's that's the fun about it you know it, we're we're just lucky to have women around us we sure are set us straight you know thank you women thank you all of our female <laughs> listeners um yeah. man i wish Lacey was on for these questions because i'd be maybe i don't want to know actually that might go down some holes i don't want to <laughs> i'm not ready for yet um okay real question yeah if you had the option to never have to sleep again or never have to eat again which would you choose and why Hmm. I would choose well okay so here's the thing that I'm wondering about if I never have to sleep does that mean that I can't sleep or does that mean that I just don't want does it to change it so the way I interpret it was the half so if you never have to sleep I would it doesn't say you can never sleep again or you right. can't sleep it just says you don't have to sleep okay I feel like I would I feel like it would be easier not to sleep, but because there's a lot of stuff that goes into food that like, like chemicals and like 
um, like sugars and fats and stuff like that that trick your brain chemically to say, hey, we need to fucking eat this shit because we need it. We need it. You know, it's an addiction. So I feel like even if you didn't have to eat, you would still end up eating if you had poor diet. It's true. Because you would be compelled to do so. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, this is, I had an honest, like, I'm still sorting it out for myself. So I read it, like, I mean, like, the easy, simplest interpretation was you don't have to sleep, you won't be able to fall asleep. You don't have to eat, and you won't be able to eat. Okay. So I'm still torn. Because on one hand, I don't sleep that much anyways. So I like the idea of, one, I won't be tired anymore. Mm-hmm. Two, oh, that's... so much free time. Right. But then on the other hand, I really, really have an unhealthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if I never had to eat and I got all my base nutrition, I mean, that'd be pretty sweet to never have to deal with that shit again. But then I'm like, well, if you have an extra, say, on average six hours of night of sleep, like that you would normally be sleeping. Right. You could dedicate that to a lot of cool things like working out. So you could potentially eat more or continue right. to eat less good but still see progress right and i, I think i'd rather have time because that is that is the most valuable resource yeah i and agree yeah, you still have the time you're just not conscious for it but it is a very interesting philosophical conversation. you'd save tons of time i mean you'd save time having to eat in the morning in the middle of the day and at night you know that as well true. as that well as as well as the amount of time that you would save from not having to uh, to sleep, which I don't feel like I'm doing enough of nowadays, because I'm always fucking tired. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I but on the other hand, I just I love food so much, you know. Yeah, I do love food, as we've noticed. I did successfully gain 14 pounds in three days in Vegas, so it's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Um, yeah, it was worth it, sort of. <laughs> what? So, so let's talk just really quickly about what all you did in Vegas. Uh, not overly that exciting for Vegas to be just honest. a work trip, right? No, no. I I went to go train. Um, oh, okay. At a, at a gym with a uh, world class um, instructor. Awesome. And um, I went with a buddy from the gym, which was pretty cool. Uh, He's 10 years my senior, pretty mm-hmm. sweet guy, very young at heart. Um, and we've hung out and we talk quite a bit. We have a lot of similar interests and we've like hung out like after the gym or like team events or whatever. Right. But we both kind of had this moment where, you know, we got off, we got off the plane in Vegas and, and he has a condo in Vegas. So it was pretty, pretty beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were in the Uber on the way to, to his condo. And I kind of looked at him and, and laughed and, and he's like, what and i was like just trying to figure out when you're gonna steal my kidneys and, <laughs> and he just he just laughed that's and, funny uh, no it was it was really good we are very similar we got along great um like no issues at all and we had an awesome time but we spent a lot of time training um we talked about going to the mcgregor fight but it was Ooh. too expensive and they was that mindset. was that at uh caesar's palace no, it was they have their own uh, arena there. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, T-Mobile okay. Arena, maybe or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, which in hindsight, I'm glad we didn't go because it wasn't a super exciting card, and the McGregor fight was cool, but it was really short. Very and quick. 
tickets were 400 us even when we were trying Yikes. to check scalpers and like craigslist and even last minute like just wasn't worth it so i feel bad for the people that shelled out a bunch of money to watch mcgregor just shoulder someone to death in 40 seconds um which we can definitely get into that chat i don't know a whole lot about i just know that it was very very quick uh yeah mcgregor had a very interesting plan to deal with the height difference um and he executed a plan that a art like the the most ufc wins the like cowboy has the most ufc wins in history right he's been a top 10 fighter for a decade that's because he fights a lot though right he so his his like slogan is anyone anytime anywhere and a lot of tough guys say that but a lot of tough guys dodge fights right cowboy has never dodged a fight any any fight that Dana calls says, yo, like this person got hurt. Can you take this fight on short notice? He does it. He does not care. He is not afraid to lose. And I love him and respect him for that. Yeah. He's a brilliant fighter. He's a great fighter. He's been, you know, he had really good early career. And then he, you know, he tilt, tilted down a little bit, mid career, mm-hmm. got a little older, but he's kind of redefined himself in the 170 um, pound division. Right. And he's been just murking dudes the last couple of years, like on a tear. I thought this was going to be a brawl. I think everyone thought it was going to be a brawl. McGregor hit him with something that he has never seen before. And it was those shoulder yeah. strikes. And like the U- no one in the U- UFC and other MMA, um, um, what are they called? Promotions have, you have seen like more aggressive style shoulder strikes. So it's not like this brand new thing. Right. But it's the first time we've seen it in the UFC where it was repetitive in the clinch. And it was with the intention of smashing someone's face like a lot of time in the clinch you'll use your shoulder to kind of push off right clear the space and you're going to throw an elbow um yeah Sonnen does it a lot randy Couture just use did it, it a yeah lot. use it to create some distance just to create a little bit of space to get your elbow in because your elbow yeah. does a lot of damage sure uh, but mcgregor straight up was like those were intentional shoulder strikes that was very forceful five in a row and he was like jumping and he was using like his bony collarbone like beautifully it was a very unique plan and you know cowboy spoke about it after he's like i didn't know what to do like it caught me off guard it threw off my game plan this is not what i was expecting it broke my nose and then he got kicked in the face and i mean you take that kick you're you're gonna go down it'd be Um, like if somebody whipped out their dick and just fucking hit you in the face with it like what are you gonna do you're gonna be a little bit shocked by that yeah yeah (laughs) a little bit a little bit taken aback i think and it it i mean it was great it was good to see connor back yeah. in like true connor fashion he was sure very respectful in in you know all of the the media mm-hmm. he was not like outrage i think he got knocked down a peg or two um are you talking and, about pre-fight yeah like the pre-fight media and everything he was that's actually refreshing to hear because i loved it he is trying to rebrand i think he yeah. got a little bit too big for his britches and then he you know he lost a couple fights granted okay you know, no one expected him to beat Mayweather, and he did phenomenal against. He Mayweather. did great, yeah. And truthfully, no one really expected him to beat Khabib because mm-hmm. he was coming off of this like hundred million dollar fight. Right, high, his like, heart just, wasn't in it, you know. Yeah, he wasn't in it. He that, and he literally said that he drank through his entire camp. Like he just was out of control. He's a young dude who made hundreds of million dollars on top yeah. of the already millions of dollars that he's made. 
Right. He had him like he released his whiskey company. He's doing this, that, everything. He was at the top of the world. He didn't give a fuck. He wasn't hungry. Right. And you know what? You lose those two fights, and you take this time off. You get in legal trouble. You get suspended. Keeps going. And I think he finally hit a place where he's like, "Oh fuck! Like I am going to piss this all away." Right. Um, so I was really pleased. He hugged Cowboy's grandma in the ring after the fight, which was kind of weird at first. Yeah. I was like, "Why was his, why was Cowboy's grandma in there?" And like. And his grand, the first thing his grandma did, at least what I saw on camera, was he, she went to McGregor and didn't go like check on my freshly KO'd grandson. Like, right. I don't know. It was a really sweet moment, maybe staged. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of talks about is the UFC starting to like stage some of the post fight garbage that happens. Yeah. Say what you want. It's entertainment. It was a, it was a great fight. Where Connor's going to go next? Pretty sure it's going to be Mosvidal. Okay. Street Jesus, baby. It's going to be a tough fight. A tough fight for McGregor. Masvidal is bigger. He's a big 170-er. Like, he cuts down to 170 where McGregor sure. and Cowboy kind of sit naturally around that spot. Right. Um, and he's tough. He's unorthodox. He's also on a tear. Uh, but that's really the only route that he can go right now. So right. it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how that that plays out uh, but that's my guess that's my money you heard it here first on jumbled i think it's going to be you know connor masvidal in it's january into january february march probably april or may that's a pretty quick turnaround uh connor's ready to fight and he took no damage in that fight that's um, true i mean <laughs> that's he only true missed one punch it was the first Jesus. punch he had thrown in like 400 and some days since his his wow. fight with khabib he missed wow. the first punch and then everything else. And he only threw like 20, 25 before it happened. But like he landed every strike aside from that one. It wasn't really a fight. So then, you know, the haters are like, oh, well, he kind of got lucky with this like, you know, chintzy strategy. It Like, is he real? Wow. Is this the real deal? Or did he just like, was it this a fluke? Um, but it, it appeared I mean, winning Connor is winning, right? Up. Well, and that's at the end of the day, that's what you say, right? Like winning is winning. He knocked Cowboy out, who is a, tough as nails fighter right he's gonna move on i think it's gonna be and yeah masvidal yeah and it's not like it's not like mcgregor stepped in the ring with an amateur right no like he no, that was not he, an easy fight like, right he he stepped in the ring with somebody who knew what the fuck they're doing and knew you know and just a highly skilled fighter so yeah he earned that one absolutely absolutely yeah um so yeah other than we watched the fights on TV, but we mm-hmm. trained at a gym and had a really good training session. Learned some cool new new series, some little tricks that I brought to the gym today. Um, and despite my bruised face, uh, I did I won today very well. Um, good job. But uh, no, it was it was fun. It was good good trip. Did you do any uh, gambling? No, didn't gamble at all. I've only ever gambled twenty of my own dollars, wow. and it was at Las Vegas. Wow, um, twenty dollars. That was it. I know people were like, oh, how was Vegas? Did you do this, this, and this? We didn't go to any shows. Mm. We didn't go to the strip. Mm. Didn't gamble. I don't drink, so didn't drink. It's all overrated. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Las Vegas is, <clears throat> unless you're just into that partying, gambling scene. Yeah, which I'm, scene, I'm not. It's just not a place. It's just not a place to go to. Like, 
there are people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm going back to Vegas and whatever. And I'm like, great, you know, leave me behind. I'll go yeah. somewhere else. I'm... I like Vegas. I don't mind the shows. But we did go outlet mall shopping, which was yeah. awesome. Although I had to, I only brought a backpack, so I had to cram a bunch of shit right. into my backpack. <laughs> it was a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it was good. Got some we... really good hard sparring sessions in, which was fun. There you go. Didn't get tapped. Attaboy. When I was there, which felt pretty good, I went to I yeah. went against some guys who were, you know, higher higher level than me, um, right. and survived and did well and had good attacks. And I my one thing that I did notice that I will always appreciate about my team is our wrestling focus. Yeah. Um, like I went against some like college level wrestlers, like JUCO level wrestlers, which are good wrestlers. Like if you're sure. wrestling in any kind of university college scenario, yeah. you're a good wrestler. Yeah. Um, and I did really well. Like the guys who didn't have a wrestling background, I was dumping them on their heads. And then the guys that did have a wrestling background, really good exchanges back and forth where like they even commented like that was not expecting, you know, this level of wrestling from some like Canadian lumberjack. So, <laughs> it was pre- I had, I did, I did have a moment where I, uh, I, I landed a pretty solid takedown at the beginning of, of the sparring rounds mm-hmm. and it made a pretty loud noise. And it's, I, I felt like an asshole because you being in, you know, you're going to, you're visiting a gym and like, I don't really know like anyone's skill level. And the guy had been training for, you know, a couple of years. So he's fairly aware of jujitsu and whatnot. Right. Um, and I just landed a really nice double leg and dumped him. And he made the biggest smack noise when he landed on the mat and like everyone stops and like looks. And I was like, fuck, I'm now that guy. Like I really uh, wanted to fly under the radar because I was tired. Like we did a we did a private session and then we went into a leg lock class and then we went into the sparring class. So we were there right. for quite some time. I was fairly tired. Yeah, um, but all eyes were on you, huh? And, and then it was just like, who is this fucking guy just dumping people? And then mm-hmm. you know I did that round and and I rolled around with that guy. And the guy was super chill. Like I landed on him and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to like get that much penetration. And he was just like, that was awesome. Can you show me what you did? And so he was like That's really awesome. cool. And it yeah. was awesome. But then after that, like I did that round, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a quick rest. And then like, I sat down and someone else comes up. It's like, you want to roll? I was like, fuck, here we go. And then, I, <laughs> then I roll with that guy. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down. And then immediately next guy, you want to roll? I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Want, yeah. It's like, I just want to breathe. <laughs> so, uh, no, it was, it was a really, a really good trip though. I did have a very, very frustrating Uber experience. Ooh, tell me about it. This is, I think this is going to be how we end off here. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm yammering. Um, no, you're fine. Um, so we flew carry on. Thank God. Um, we scheduled an Uber. Uber driver shows up 20 minutes late. <laughs> it's already pressing us because we kind of like did the math of like, okay, we're going to plan this minute to minute so we can just like maximize our hangout time, whatever. Like we're doing some shit, packing bags, cleaning, showering, whatever. Right. And uh, so Uber driver shows up 20 minutes late. Like, okay, we kind of had a, a 20 minute buffer. Like, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Right? Yeah, we're good. We're good. And then he misses the fucking exit for the airport. <laughs> so we have to go two more miles down the highway, turns around on the next ramp. Fucking accident. So now we're stuck in traffic and Carrie and I are, are staring at our phones and like looking like at the clock and like, what's our potential ETA? It's like, God damn it, Carrie. We're like, this is cutting it close now, man. So we get through the traffic and uh, he's like, which terminal are you guys? We're like, terminal three. We're flying international. He's like, "Who? which airline? We're like, WestJet, terminal three. He's like, 
no, 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 that's Terminal 1. I'll take you there. And I, I mean, I was like, okay, like, he's an Uber driver. He goes to the airport all the time. I could have I could have misread, could have made a mistake. No big deal. So we go to Terminal 1. And <laughs> the Las Vegas airport, there's this, like, long bend. And it splits to two, like, paired roads. Right. Well, if you stay left, it takes you to parking. Right. If you stay right, it takes you to departures. Right. He's in the departure lane. And then last minute is like, oh, no, I need the other lane. Cuts across. <laughs> like, you know how there's like the triangle leading into the barrier where it's like yeah. tr- a triangle line and like white stripes where it's like, right. don't drive in this. Right. Cuts across that. Barely, <laughs> barely misses the like the wedge concrete barrier. Right. Yeah. And then realizes that it's parking. And he's like, oh, I took you to, to parking. I'm sorry. Uh, and then he pulls into the parking. It's like, uh, I'll just let you guys out here. It's like, you were late. <laughs> you missed your turn. We you hit dro- traffic. Yeah. You took us to the wrong terminal. And then you took us like a mile to, away to parking. Oh, my God. So we like get out. I'm glad we were wearing backpacks. We like put our backpacks on. We're like sprinting through the airport, get into the terminal. We don't know if we're in terminal one or terminal three or what. Trying to find our gate, realize our gate is not in our terminal. Ask a lady and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, You can go through security here. And then you like go to your left and you take this tram to this station and you get on this tram and then you'll get get to your terminal. You need terminal three. Why did you come to terminal one? And I was like, lady, don't even get me started on the day I'm having today. Um, Mm -hmm. So we did make it thankfully with like, 10 minutes to spare like the wow. last ones to get on the airplane it was kind of embarrassing but at the same time i was like ah, fuck you guys yeah it's a red it's a red eye flight to calgary who cares <laughs> oh my god dude so i gave that driver a one star yeah is that appropriate is that okay like i yes. felt bad doing it yeah like, why do i feel bad but like i get that this is this guy's livelihood but come on man like well also if it's your livelihood be better yeah, any if if he made fifty percent less mistakes, I probably would have given him a four star, maybe a five, because he was kind of a chill dude. And I could tell he felt a little bit bad, and he knew we were in a rush. Right. But he made so many mistakes, and then the like, ah, fuck it, I'll just drop you off here in this parking lot. Like you'll figure it out. Yeah. Good luck. Hopefully you don't miss your flight. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, uh. I was I was not pleased. So it was a real stressful stressful night so by the time i get home i'm like just amped up because of like flying i hate flying i hate dealing with travel and then like customs and you know i slept for like maybe 45 minutes on the plane which was a horrible thing because then my body's like hey you already slept don't worry about it right so i get home at 1 a.m and then i'm wide awake see i'm the opposite i can never i can never fall asleep in a car or in a plane or anything like that. i normally that. don't that's the thing i normally don't sleep um, but on my plane, we had old ass planes, so it was the ones that still had the TVs in the seats. Oh yeah, mine was broken. Of course, yeah. Of course, and I only have one movie on my phone, and it's <laughs> three hundred, which which is the movie I always end up watching because I leave it on my phone. Right. When my when I take an airplane ride and my TV's broken, which happens an alarming amount. Yeah. I, I was just like, come on, man! I will pay for Wi-Fi right now. Who's whose dick do i gotta suck to get like a new seat like i don't want to fall asleep but there was it was dark because it was overnight and no tv didn't have a book 
Yeah. It was, it was overall. What just, else are you gonna do? Well, you know, I, you know, just you could have jerked off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a casual <laughs> under my winter jacket, like, like pole. Just <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> That's way too aggressive. You need to, you need to master like the slow jerk, man. Oh, don't worry. I know all about the slow I know jerk. you have. Anyways, not going to get into that around again. <laughs> Wrap this shit show up. My yeah, voice man. is tired. Zach, you need to start pulling your weight in these episodes. God damn. Uh, shit, dude. I th- you know, I thought I was doing a pretty decent job, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know what, Johnny? I love you, dude. <laughs> I love you too, bud. Thanks for letting me rant for uh, an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, fuck after, KitchenAid, after dude. After watching me set up a monitor uh, yeah. for twenty minutes, <laughs> yeah. As I yeah. ran around, just saying, "Fuck, fuck." <laughs> I was literally talking about about that in our pre uh, our pre recording recording. Um, no, that was fun. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, if you could, please share the podcast with anybody and everybody you come across. Uh, in your day-to-day lives, that'd be great. Um, also, head over and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Excuse me, burped. That was pretty rude. Uh, follow us on all social media, at Jumbled Podcast. Email any questions, advice, concerns, whatever, to jumbledpodcast.gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. Again, pick up those dick pics in Johnny's inbox. Uh, it's, it's the life source for this podcast and we sort of count on you guys. So, um, also want to give a big thanks to our sponsor audible, head over to audibletrialcom slash jumbled and get that free 30 day trial and a free audio book. And also if you could head over to patreoncom slash jumbled, pay $500 and get us an address. And, uh, I'm going to say that until Wait. I'm blue in the face. Yep, you sure are. Uh, you forgot about our other new sponsor, um, Lacy'sButtholeChocolates.com. Lacy'sButtholeChocolates.com, selling only the most decadent uh, <laughs> treats from below the belt. You heard it first. That's Lacy'sButtholeChocolates.com. We really need to make. We need to put something up. For you that. saw. You saw. You, I know. You, I, I know. You registered. I saw that you registered it. No, so I did. To, I did not register it. Oh, I thought you did. No, I just searched it. It's available. Dude, buy it. <laughs> I I I almost pulled the trigger, but How much is f- it? I'm going to buy. Funds are a little tight. Look it up. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to well, start posting. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, th- this is perfect. I love I love everything about this. All right. And uh I think that's going to do it. Uh again, big thanks to lacysbuttholechocolates.com. For their uh, ongoing sponsorship of of this shit show of a podca- podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About etiquette in every situation that you may or may not want to find yourself in. I love it. All right. See you guys next week. On. What's going on? Uh, what? Hold on. You son of a bitch. I'm to use my prayer shawl to wipe my nose.
Uh. Oh, that was a horrible <laughs> idea. There's so many fuzzes everywhere. <laughs> Is that how you say plural fuzz? Fuzzes? 